Bosses, it's the Digital Princess, and you're listening to the Boss Experience, where we share our personal stories as lady entrepreneurs. Bosses, today we have the CEO and founder of Living Rich, you can call her Riri, the apparel line that encourages the community to network and take actions on their dreams. So she joins the chat today, and we're going to talk to her about her journey. So let's get into it. Subscribe and multitask with us for 20 minutes, secure your headphones, buckle your seatbelt, and turn up the volume because this is the inspiration you've been seeking. Boss lady, how are you doing today? Hey, hey guys, it's your girl Sharia. They call me Ria. I'm doing amazing on this lovely Saturday. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for making time for us. And she let me know that she is in the store today. We're going to get into it. She is one of the amazing business owners that has had the opportunity to open up a storefront. So I definitely want to ask you some more questions and dive deeper into that. But first, will you go ahead and let everyone know where you're from and where you're located now? So I am from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, raised in East Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I started my business in 2015. But prior to that, I became a registered nurse. I'm also a registered nurse. Um, when we first started, I started this business alongside my daughter, who is now 18. She was in the sixth grade, actually, <laughs> when we first started this. Um, we were doing strictly online uh, during like the first year and a half. Then we decided to do like a pop-up tour um, in the city. So we would go to like Akron, Columbus, Cincinnati, um, just, and then of course in the, the Cleveland area doing pop-up shops, just trying to really, really get the brand out there and expose. Um, I have always been doing my nursing and running my business at the same time, um, up until 2020. So, um, in 2018, actually, we decided to go ahead and take the leap of faith. I'm like, you know what? We really have to push harder to get this brand out here. Let's get a kiosk in the mall. Super scared, mm. super nervous. Uh, I'm not ready to pay mall rent. However, I'm like, we have to do what we have to do. We did it. Uh, got us a kiosk inside of Beachwood Mall, which is like the premier mall in Cleveland, Ohio. And it was up from there. It was up from there. We started meeting people from all over, got a lot of exposure. And that really is what took the brand to the next level. Um, from there, we entered into a pitch competition with the city of Cleveland. Um, hundreds of entrepreneurs applied. We had to go through three rounds. Make a long story short, uh, we were amongst the seven last businesses standing. We won and we were able to get our very first incubator space, which we were able to actually design and build out on our own from scratch. Um, and from there, we just continued to do pitches and do a lot of marketing events and continue to networking. And um, we got our first, well, we have our first brick and mortar, our flagship store we opened this past October 16th. So things have been great thus far. You know, we really, really just continue to grind and, you know, keep moving. Our store is actually located on Richmond Road in Cleveland. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just trying to continue to really, really push the brand to make it a, a world known brand. <laughs> so that's where we're at now. So a couple things I want to dive deeper into. So this competition you entered into with the state of Ohio? Yes, yes. Now, it was called the Neighborhood Transformation Initiative. Now, I know y'all favorite words, saturated, saturated, saturated. Mm -hmm. Now, when you were in this competition, how many apparel brands were you up against? I want to say initially I was up against eight. 
Yeah, eventually I was up against eight apparel brands. It was more so restaurants. It was a lot of food service businesses at the time. And I was up against eight different uh, apparel brands. So what do you believe set you apart from these brands that made them want to choose you as their winner? Honestly, I will really have to say originality. Originally, originality, um, authenticity, our tenacity. You know, they didn't go just off of, you know, what you were presenting. They were going off of the history behind the brand, um, the presentation. You know, me and my daughter, we do not play when it comes to pop-up shops, presentations. You know, first impression is everything. So I wasn't just like setting up a table, throwing some t-shirts and some hats on top of it. Like we had custom tablecloths, we had custom bags. You know, our racks, all our hangers were matching. Um, we had our 60 second pitch together. So anytime a customer or, you know, a judge was walking up to our table, we was ready to go. You know, it was a, it was that impression. We were making sure we were smiling, talking to people, you know, engaging with everybody that was there. Our products stood out. It wasn't just slapping your name on a t-shirt. Like we really had meaning behind our brand. We really had messages within our designs. You know, our tags were up to par, um, just everything. We, we have always represented ourselves as if we were um, a sex or a Nordstrom or a Gucci. I hate when people say small business, small business. Small. No, I'm a big business. And I'm going to always represent myself as a big business all the time. And because we walked in there representing ourselves as a big business, I think that is what set us apart from everybody. Big purr. Okay. <laughs> so ain't no small businesses over here. No, no, no. It's all big. We're doing big. Okay. So <laughs> I know like the name alone, Living Rich, is so strong to say that, to wear it on your chest, to wear it on your body. So I really want you to go ahead and let everyone know like the foundation and like the core messaging of your brand. And maybe you can give us a couple examples of some designs that you have. Absolutely. So the, the main message behind Living Rich is basically creating your own lane and deciding that you're not gonna let society tell you what rich is for you. You know, if I say I'm living rich, I'm living rich. It's not about the monetary, you know, how much money I have, how many cars I have, how many labels I have on, you know, because I have drive, I have hustle, I have ambition, you know, I know how to make a way out of no way. That makes me rich. So crazy enough, the name, when we decided on the name, we were like, okay, look at all the brands, you know, what are some of the brands that I like? What are some of the brands that she likes? So what will set us apart from all these other brands? So a lot of the brands don't really have a meaning necessarily behind their name, that's one. And some of them have a meaning that puts them in a box. Like you have to be, um, you have to have a certain personality, you know, to represent or to wear that brand. Where I wanted to make sure that whatever we came out with, it was self-defining. Whatever the person that put it on wanted it to mean to them, that's what it means to them, period. So crazy enough, when we came out with the name, we hadn't even really put two and two together that that name resonated with us as individuals and our story. I had my daughter when I was in high school. I got pregnant at 16, I had her at, at 17. And you can only imagine around those times, that was frowned upon. I mean, being a teen mom is frowned upon, period. But it was way worse back then than, than it is. No, and they had the um teen mom show going on. Yeah, and 16 and pregnant, you know. It was, <laughs> Like, 
it was like if you got pregnant around those times, your life is over. You're trash. Like, you, know, you might as well be wearing a scarlet letter. It was such exactly. a problem, which exactly. is crazy because my grandmother that I'm super close to, like yeah. as I got older after she passed, like. I've started asking more questions and she had my three, like my mom and her two sisters at a very young age. It was even more custom. So it's just so interesting how like even the stereotypes and like dynamics of how society thinks about things change in such a short period of time. Exactly, exactly. So like being in high school, walking around those halls, I'll never forget, you know, how teachers looked at me, the little chatter I heard, you know, people didn't even think I was going to graduate on time. You know, I was going to have to go to summer school and just everything. So at that time, it was like, I'm going to defeat these odds. Yeah. I'm going to make y'all a believer and I'm going to show y'all that I am not going to be a statistic. Like I am that girl. You know, so at the time, it was like I was already living rich because rich for me was graduating on time. Rich for me was making sure I was going to be a provider for my daughter. My daughter's father went to jail when she was one years old. He did 10 years, well, 11 years. You know, so I raised my daughter on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still graduated on time. I still went to college. Graduated the top of my class from college both times. I went to college twice. I became a registered nurse. You know, oh, I- Oh, you say graduated ain't enough. Watch this. <laughs> the top of my class. I graduated the top of <laughs> like in college with a, with a little girl that I was raising on my own and working a full-time job. You know, this, this is a teen mom that's doing this. Mm -hmm. This is somebody that, you know, I wasn't a welfare recipient. Like I was literally getting to it. I was setting the example for my daughter that, you know, I wanted her to see if I can do this, you can do anything. You oh. can do anything. Even my struggles and my hardships, you know, she seen it, but she didn't, I never made her feel it because I never, she never was without. If anybody was going to be without, it was going to be me. But mm -hmm. guess what? To me, I was living rich because I was able to do that. There's not a lot of people that was able to do that. I was able to do that. Um, but I always had dreams, even then of having my own brand. I, I grew up, I was a tomboy. I was that girl that had the, the sneakers on all the time. <laughs> I wanted all the Jordans, you know. I was sneakerhead, t-shirt, girl. But I grew up in a single parent household and my mom just couldn't afford it. So I think that is where my hustle initially started from because I was gonna get, get what I want by any means necessary. <laughs> so I was working, I've been working since I was 14 years old. Mm. You know, working since I was 14 years old, I would go to my grandmother's house, crush cans, clean steps, um, shovel snow, uh, mow lawns, whatever I had to do to get some money to take care of whatever it was I needed to take care of. If I needed my hair done, if I needed some sneakers, whatever it was, if my mother couldn't do it, I was find a way to get it done. And I'm like, the, the clothes that I wanted to wear, they cost so much. And my mother, she really couldn't afford it. She really couldn't afford it. And I always said, like, I'm going to come out with a brand one day that is affordable, but is just as high end as these labels, just as high end as a Tommy figure or Tommy Hill figure or a polo shirt or a Nietzsche shirt. You know, um, I, I'm going to make my own brand. But then I got pregnant. However, that changed my life. Some some would have looked at it as like changed my life for the worse, but it really changed my life for the better because I don't think I would have ever grinded as hard as I did had I not had my daughter. I don't think I would have done it. I would have been okay, but I was I wouldn't have been mashing the gas like that. Um, she changed having her change my life, and that's when I really started understanding what rich really was. It wasn't about money. It never was about money. It was always about a mentality. 
it was always about being happy, doing what's best for you and your family, providing. That's what Rich was for me. And by me having my daughter so young like that, we literally grew up together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was happy. I was a young girl. I was a baby having a baby. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we grew up together. And uh, once I overcame some of the struggles that we had and, you know, graduated and became a nurse and got my finances together and get my life more structured, you know, I revisited this clothing brand. And of course, I had talked about it with my daughter. And because we're like the opposite when it comes to dressing, like I'm more tomboy, she's more girly girl. It was like perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Um, she's all about her clothes. I'm all about my clothes. And we were like, let's do it. Let's yes, like merging the two styles together. Absolutely. It was like, we was like, let's do it. Let's do it. We came up with the name. And ironically, um, it was a combination of our last names. We did not realize that we came up with the name. So, so my last name is Livingston. My daughter's last name is Richardson from her dad. Together you get Living Rich. Oh my gosh, stop. Isn't that is so like miraculous and just adds to the point I wanted to make is like we have our own plans and dreams and sometimes when it doesn't happen how or when you want it to happen people will give up or they'll just say maybe this wasn't for me and take another path. Yep. And if you would have did that, girl, you probably still would have just been a nurse. Yep. But I know because I did some stalking that the determination and the tenacity that you have has been passed on to your daughter. Absolutely. Did she attend in, or did she graduate Spelman now? She's actually going to Spelman. She just graduated high school. She just graduated to high school, so she'll be going to Spelman in the fall, in August. In August. So, congratulations. Feel, thank you. Like, I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock because as a young girl, that's something I would have never dreamed of. Yeah. I would personally have dreamed of being where we are now, but I definitely wouldn't have dreamed that I would have a daughter going to Spelman College. Oh my gosh. So, and I'm here in Atlanta. So, if she gets here and she just needs a deep breather or someone to talk to, I got her. Let her know. But um, it's just so beautiful, the story. So how is that going to change? Like, I wanted to get more into the team dynamic that you have at your storefront now. So is it just you and your daughter or do you have like more employees? So primarily it is me and my daughter. Um, I do have two other employees right now. um, But really, I, I am trying to build the team and not really necessary i don't look at i don't look at the people that work with me as employees i look at them as my teammates mm-hmm. so i'm trying to build an amazing team primarily of women black black women um because i know and i and i usually look for like young black women reason being is because i remember being their ages and not having a mentor not having somebody to guide me in the in the right direction so it's like yeah you work with me you work under me um but we're kind of working together because you're helping me build my brand but i'm gonna help build you as an individual and as an entrepreneur absolutely so i saw also that you do different networking events mm-hmm mm-hmm so I am big on education and, and, and teaching. And it's it's kind of something that, um, like I said, I didn't, or like you had mentioned, you know, you just never know what God has in store for you. Like I didn't really 
think that I would be an, educa- an educator. You know, I was a hustler. I knew I would probably be an entrepreneur, but as far as teaching and speaking, that was not something that I thought about years ago. It just really fell on my lap. And I used to honestly be scared of public speaking. Um, but I will always attend these networking events. And I attended one, um, this was in actually 2018. And I attended one set up as a vendor actually. And the um, the lady, which I called her my big sis, love her to death, uh, LaShawn, she, I can't remember the name of that event, but at the event, <laughs> mind you, I have my table set up and everything. She's like, you're speaking today. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Girl, not tell me that before, nuh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Mind you, I've already expressed to her because she will always say, you need to tell your story. You need to talk. You need it. And I'm like, I don't like getting in front of people talking. And she's like, no. So I'm there. And she's like, you're going to get up there and speak. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yes, you got this. You can do it. I was scared as ever. Like, absolutely scared. But when I got up there, I literally, I looked at the crowd one time. And then after that, everybody vanished in my mind. And I just started talking. And before I knew it, I was done and everybody was just clapping. It was people standing up. I was like, whoa. (laughs) And she was like, see, I told you, you need to tell your story. You need to talk more. You need to really, uh, cause you're you're inspiring. You really inspire a lot of people. So from that moment on, it just kind of went from there. And I have taught myself a lot of things because when I first started my business and of course having my daughter so young, I didn't have money to pay somebody to do a lot of stuff. So I had to figure it out. And it has become a great thing because I have taught myself to do so many things that people charge an arm and leg to do. Um, I have been able to educate people to do the same thing. So it's like, like I said, it kind of just, it just happened. I don't know. It just happened. And um, I have been teaching people how to start their own businesses. I've been teaching people how to trademark. I've been teaching people how to copyright. I've been teaching people how to go about getting designs for less, how to build. I've built all of our sites myself. So how to build your own websites, like everything that I know that I have taught myself or and or that um, I know people pay a lot of money for it when they really could do it themselves. I just teach them how to do it. <laughs> Speak how to do it. In September 27th through the 30th, we will have Rhea as a speaker at the Ball Summit. Yes. Because she is allowing God to use her and her story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've been there. I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like. And I wish I had a me, you know, at that time. So Mm -hmm. since I didn't have a me, I'm going to be that for whoever I can be. Whoever I come in contact with, I'm going to make sure I be that. I feel like that's my purpose. You know, for years, I didn't realize what my purpose was outside of being a mom <laughs> i'm a mama like that's my purpose but it's like no you're you're more than that um you're here to inspire and educate so many women that come from backgrounds just like you or even worse um and it's crazy because everybody that i've come in contact that's like my daughter's age they always say you know it's like i'm everybody's mama <laughs> <laughs> I'm everybody's mama and they look at me like that and they respect me so much. And I guess that's just the energy I give off. I don't know. (laughs) That's the energy. And not only are you making a legacy for yourself, but you're making a legacy for others. So I think that's the most beautiful part of all of this, that you're willing to share your knowledge and your story and inspire people to work harder because it's not easy. (laughs) At all.
they think you snap your fingers and it's like oh everything worked out no there's tears there's feeling like you want to quit there's feeling like nobody's gonna you know catch on and right. you gotta push through all of that absolutely and nothing's gonna come you know with you just sitting around like I stay on my daughter's heels heels always have been when she was a little girl um, and this is from kindergarten all the way up until now. I literally used to tell my daughter, and now it's like embedded. I used to say, you need to be an asset in every room you step in. I don't care if it's a classroom. I don't care if it's a boardroom. I don't care if it's a lunchroom. You need to be, in, you need to be valuable at mm -hmm. all times. Uh, uh, getting a C is not good enough. That means you're just doing enough. You need to excel. Like, you need to excel in everything you do. And that stayed with my daughter. She has always got straight kindergarten. I'm I, okay. I kid you not. I don't like, I didn't like, I didn't like, I feel like that's just, you know, that's just like doing enough. You know, you're not really trying to exceed the expectation. You know, that's, that's not enough because those behaviors, you're gonna carry on to adulthood, you know? So you'll just do enough. You'll just do the bare minimum. That's not gonna That's not gonna get you where you're trying to go. What you trying to do? Like you're trying to be good or you wanna be great? If you wanna be great, a C ain't gonna, ain't gonna get you great. So <laughs> I, put, I installed that in her and literally, I feel like that is how, you know, she has been able to really excel the way she has been because I've been teaching her that since she's been a little bitty girl. So any, female that I come in contact with, you know, I have a conversation with them. I try to figure out like what it is that you want to do, where you're trying to go, what are your goals? What are you like, what do you really want to do? And based on what they communicate with me, I see kind of like, what are their efforts, how they're working towards that? And we, we figure it out from there. Cause it's like, okay, this, these type of um, behaviors or these type of patterns that you're doing, this is not going to get you to this goal that you're trying to achieve. You know what I'm saying? So we need to work on that. We need to work on that. Stop just trying to be okay. Like just being okay. So many people are, are comfortable just being okay. But they have these big dreams. They have these big dreams and these big goals, but you're just comfortable, comfortable with doing the bare minimum, I guess. You know, you have to get out here, you got to work, you have to grind, you have to hustle. You have to hustle because guess what? What you're not doing, somebody else is doing. Mm -hmm. Somebody else is doing. You're gonna scroll on that Instagram one day, and that idea that you have, that business that you wanted to start, that place that you want, that everybody was sleeping on, but about it, you're gonna see somebody else doing it. You're gonna see somebody else living your dream because you were just okay with being okay. Exactly. And you know, I was gonna ask you what your biggest no ma'am is, but I think it's safe to say to have very low expectations for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, don't bring that over here. You complaining and you haven't tried. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I like. I, I like. It burns me up. Like, oh man, when I say my daughter, I stay on her heels so bad to the point I know I drive her crazy. But it's because I love her now, and I want the best for her. And you know, I know what she wants to do. So when I see her BSing, I'm like, that ain't gonna get you there, sis. Like, what you doing? What we doing right now? Period. Same position for three hours. So what we talking about? What y'all texting? Right. What are, what's on Snapchat? Don't matter. Yeah, I see your fingers <laughs> keep moving. You keep scrolling, but is you learning something? What's going on over there? <laughs> so please, like, tell everyone where they can keep up with you guys, where they can shop, and make sure they don't miss any awesome networking or pop up events you may have. Absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram at Rich Girl Ria. That's R I C H 
G-I-R-L-R-I-A. You can also follow our business at I Am Living Rich. That's I-A-M-L-I-V-I-N-G-R-I-C-H. As well as online at IamLivingRich.com or by email at info at IamLivingRich. We will be at the Boss Summit in September. So if you have not grabbed your tickets, get them now. I'm telling you, I'm giving all the jewels. I'm giving all the inspiration. I'm giving everything. Like one-on-ones, all of it. I'm giving all of me. So you definitely want to grab your, your spot and come out there and, you know, join the sisterhood and be inspired and come out with all the information you need, all the connections you need, and just, you know, more people under your network. Thank you so much, Rhea, for joining the Boss Experience today. Absolutely. It, it was lovely. Thanks for having me. And I cannot wait till September. Me either. And I get to meet you in real life. Yes. <laughs>